to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 40 What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Jamie D Show. Woo! We're live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST. As well, I'm live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. I'm happy to have you all here. I see I have my listeners and my audience coming in right now on YouTube, as well as live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. Yes, I can see you all. Welcome in. Hey, it is Taco Tuesday. Super, super grateful to be alive. All right, let's get into the show rundown of the day. I'm going to do the news headlines of the day. We're going to talk about masculinity well the perceived masculinity in black women and then i also have an interview with danny santana who is the co-founder of rise agency group and head of talent at live play mobile a game show production and technology company later in the show make sure you stick around because if you want to hear how to get into the industry and you want to hear more about me jamie d and you also want to know how you can get talent management you want to stick around okay All right, so let's get into the news headlines of the day. So this one is very shocking. Japan raises sexual consent age from 13 years old to 16 years old, as reported by NPR. Now, why is this crazy? Because 13, they're allowing 13-year-olds to consent to sexual activities, and they only convicted cases of rapes that proved the victim tried to fight back. What? That's insane. Do you know how many people who are victims of rape who don't fight back? Do you all know who are victim? Do you all know the people who are victims of rape who don't know how to speak up? That, oh, oh, but wait, (laughs) it was 13 and just got moved to 16 this past Friday because apparently the parliament passed legislation to redefine rape and they wanted to get rid of this century old law. However, they moved it from 13 to 16, and now they're redefining rape as non-consensual sexual intercourse. <laughs> it's 2023. What? What? I, I, I guess 16 is better than 13, but ew. Oh, Japan, please get it together because this is ridiculous. Japan, you, you I, I mean, I don't consider Japan to be a third world country, but the laws are giving very much that. Mm. Just gross. <laughs> Moving on. A pop, so pop artist BB Rexa ends her show after a fan threw her, their phone on stage, striking her in the face. She received three stitches and 27 year old Nicholas Melvagna was arrested as reported by Good Morning America. This happened yesterday. What, well, this was reported yesterday. However, today we are now hearing from this individual who thought it was okay to throw a cell phone at a performing artist and he stated he threw the phone at bb rexa because he thought it would be funny bro what people are weird it is dangerous out here you threw a phone at 
BB Rexa, a pop artist, because you thought it would be funny. You do know this lady has a black eye. She received stitches and had to stop the show because of you. She literally fell to her knees. If you have not seen this video, go look it up. He stated that I was trying to see if I could hit her with the phone at the end of the show because it would be funny. What? And that was his actual words. Ridiculous. Yeah, that man needs to go to jail. <laughs> he needs to go to jail. He needs to serve time for, for that because that is absolutely ridiculous. You're 27. You don't know better? You literally assaulted somebody. You you weirdo. Oh, let's talk about another weirdo. Candace Owens tweeted that Juneteenth is ghetto and made up. Candace, please shut up. Please shut up. And I'm going to tell you why I say please shut up. Because Candace Owens, if you're all who don't know who she is, is an American conservative author, talk show host, political commentator, producer, and activist. And I'm completely certain that she likes to deal with shock commentary. Why do I say she likes to deal with shock commentary? Because it makes you all report on her. She knows that if she says things or tweets things or does things that are shocking, it keeps her relevant. It keeps sponsors in her pocket. And she gets to continue doing what she does on TV. And that's wrong. I'm sorry, Candace, that's wrong. The rhetoric that you are spewing is hateful, is detrimental to our community, and it, it it puts our community down. For those who did not pay attention to my show yesterday, I want to inform you that yesterday was Juneteenth. Juneteenth, also known as Emancipation Day, is celebrated annually on June 19th to commemorate the emancipation of enslaved African Americans in the United States. Candace Owens, you do know you are African American, right? You do know your ancestors were enslaved, right? You do know this holiday is for you, right? You do know you wouldn't be in this position today if it wasn't for your ancestors, right? You do know you wouldn't have these freedoms to tweet these dumb things if it wasn't for this holiday, right? <sighs> I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. This is why I wholeheartedly believe that representation matters and why I'm always pushing for representation for all communities, not just black communities. I mean, Caucasian communities, black communities, Hispanic communities, gay communities, lesbian communities. Everybody deserves correct and positive representation so that we're able to understand each other's culture. We're under to appreciate each other's culture and we're able to stop putting down things that we just don't understand. Candace, how do you not understand your own? Actually, you know what? I don't even want to ask that question because I know she understands her culture. She does this on purpose. And the reason why I'm bringing it up and even giving her time of day is because this negatively affects our community, Candace. This also negatively affects how people look at you. You may think that you have certain people on your side, but sweetie, I can let you know right now, those same people who support you are the same ones who are talking behind your back and planning on your downfall. Watch yourself, please. It's not worth it to sell yourself and sell your identity just to be popular. Please. I really want everyone to understand that Juneteenth offers an opportunity to educate and raise awareness about the history of slavery, the struggles endured by African-Americans, and the ongoing fight against systematic racism. Juneteenth empowers individuals to engage in conversations, advocate for equality, and work towards creating a more just society. 
And I just read that directly from the Air Force website. Candace, do your research, friend. Come on now. Come on. You, you can't be that lost. In other news, Memphis police asks the public for help after an elderly woman got robbed at an ATM for cash. If you guys didn't see this, this was reported by Say Cheese TV on Instagram, and the imagery is extremely disturbing. It makes me so sad to see that this elderly woman is being held up by gunpoint by, mind you, she's an African-American elderly woman, by what seems to be a younger African-American male. Guys, remember We have to protect each other. Remember, pain, suffering, and strife is temporary. Remember, there are so many more positive actions you can take to get yourself out of the struggle. We have to stop harming each other. We have to stop shooting each other. We have to stop plotting against each other. We have to stop putting our fellow brothers and sisters in danger. We have to stop targeting each other. We are literally all we have. This is why having conversations about Candace Owens is important because you are creating a divide against our community when we need to truly stick together. Look how other communities are able to create generational wealth. Look how other communities are able to create happiness, peace and security amongst themselves because they stick together because they have conversations amongst their communities where they're pushing for the betterment of their communities. I know we do it, but as the African-American community, but we need to do better. We need to start educating our young boys and girls and being there in their lives, please. And some Las Vegas news. Remember that story about aliens landing in Las Vegas? Well, according to the Las Vegas Review Journal, there were no aliens or UFOs that actually came to Las Vegas. It was just meteors that were passing by. And yeah, like I said, the Las Vegas Review Journal said it's true. According to their resources, hey, I guess we don't have aliens here in Vegas. If we do, I'm still scared, but hopefully we don't. (laughs) Also, I want to let you guys know about this article the las vegas review journal put out about the six worst habits of las vegas drivers they say the six worst habits are one fast lane campers two no turn signals three line beaters four distracted driving five i'm coming in so break and six red light runners i wanted to let you all know that while there isn't that much traffic in las vegas because the actual inner city doesn't equate to the strip because there is construction it's getting worse and people are visiting here every day and trying to move here and people are coming here with their horrible driving tactics ah i see it every day but it's still better than la traffic (laughs) so please be careful watch out put on your seatbelt, and be kind to those on the road remember accidents can be fatal be fatal to you or fade to somebody else. And if you are a survivor, you do not want to live with that guilt. So please, please, please practice safe driving tactics. All right, this is the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM live every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. PST, as well as live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at the Jamie D Show. We are going to talk about 
if masculinity in women is perceived or will real. And then we're going to get into our segment with Danny Santana, who's the co-founder of Rise Agency Group and head of talent at Live Play Mobile. Make sure to stick around. All right. I'll be right back. Welcome to Hash House A Go-Go, where we've been serving farm food and crafted cocktails for over two decades. Visit us for the full Hash House experience at any of our five Las Vegas locations. Hash House A Go-Go is where old school meets new and gets twisted. We bring people together over good food and fun. Come in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and come hungry because our portions are huge. Visit us online to see our entire menu at hashhouseagogo.com. Hash House A Go-Go. It's a Midwest thing, and there's nothing else like it. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. Yeah. Welcome back to the JBD Show. Woo! Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM, a real live radio station. Hey, super happy for you all to be here. Yes, I'm going to keep saying I'm super happy and I'm super grateful because I have to manifest what I want for myself. And what I manifest for myself is being happy, positive, and grateful that you all are here. Thank you all for tuning in and supporting my radio show. If you're just now tuning in, I already went over the daily news headlines. So now we're about to get into this segment where we talk about perceived masculinity and black women. I want to play a clip where Dr. Umar is actually in conversation with the podcaster and they're talking about masculinity in men. I mean, in women. Take a listen to this audio. I'm good father, but guess what? What are we doing for the community? What are we doing for the children who don't have a father? You don't think the black woman got a right to be angry when she's been raising two-thirds of the kids by herself for 50 years? And the minute she raised her voice, we say she's not humble enough? I she had I, to I, become masculine to survive the rape, I, the molestation, I, the domestic abuse. Are you telling me you can't see how I, we created that? I understand that, but she needs if to be If we was more loving selective. our women and, and taking care of our women, do you think she would be like that? That and, personality and has a history. If she's picking Pookie and Ray Ray instead of... You're making junk, her a scapegoat. No, she's the, picking a scapegoat. No, 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 no. There's, there's good Can quality men that they ignore. Why, she even got it? Why, why, why is there even a Pookie in the selection? You got to ask her that. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why there's a poop in the selection. Why? Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes, and rappers to raise them. That's why she went pookie. If we never allow pookie to develop, she would not have a pookie. If we're going to be men, the mm-hmm. first thing we got to do is take responsibility for why our women feel the way they feel. I can, I can hear that. I'm not saying that. Yeah. that they're right to disrespect because even if a woman disrespects me, right? Mm. That still don't give me a right to disrespect her because she's still the queen of the community. Even if she's not acting like it, I'm going to give her that respect. But when I hear brothers talk like this discourse we have now, yeah, yeah. we act like we don't understand no, I do, I reasons do, for that shit. I do understand. I, I, women are so valuable. You get what I'm saying? Like I think women ground men and help them you know, propel to the 
to the next level. I, I think men go, get further in life with a woman, mm-hmm. right? But when I, if I'm a hardworking man, but I'm only looked as as resources, okay, and then she's ready to jump on Tom, Dick, and Harry because he has he's he got flash. He's uh shining a little bit more. His access to money is quicker than mine. It's it's kind of hard to have that, that. Well, no, one, I agree with you, but that's not all sisters. No, it's not. It's and if not. you're constantly running into that type of woman, yeah. then the problem is you because you're attracting a certain low vibrational energy. Why yeah, why, is why that? Why not that same energy for the, for women? You just, you just again, you have because the man Because we have a conversation as men. Yeah. So Father, you may be a- I find this extremely interesting. Let me tell you why. Because Dr. Umar sometimes spews a lot of hate rhetoric and says things I'm kind of like, ah. but on this topic, oh, Dr. Umar, you are on the needle's head with this one, hammering it down into position. If you guys don't agree, hey, call in at 702-221-7283. Again, 702-221-7283. If you don't agree with me and Dr. Umar, again, this is his thoughts, but I'm agreeing with him. Or comment on the YouTube at The Jamie D Show, because I want to hear your thoughts. I rarely agree with everything he has to say, but he has a valid point. I'm going to tell you why. Before we talk about the actual conversation at hand, one thing he stated was, we're not talking about you. What, do you. what does he mean by that? When the African-American man said, what about men? He says, we're not talking about you. And that's key in so many conversations. It's not your turn, friend. It's not your turn, brother. It's not your turn, sweetie. When it's your turn, when you're the topic of discussion, then we can discuss how you've been hurt. Then we can discuss how you have been socially constructed to move and survive in today's climate. But right now we're talking about the black women. I don't care what anybody says. The black woman is on the bottom part of the totem pole as it pertains to respect, love, security, and everything else that, sorry for those who are my friends and who are here listening to hear this, that our Caucasian counterparts get to live with the privilege of having every day. It's the truth. And it's not to attack anybody else. But black men do not have the same respect, security, resources, help, and love as their counterparts who are Caucasian have. Why am I bringing up Caucasian people? Because we, because it's, it's not, it's not a race thing. It's not a, one against another. It's to show the difference between why it is that we have to speak on these topics. If black women had the resources, this wouldn't be a conversation. We wouldn't have to use Caucasian people as an example. And I want people who are listening who may be of the Caucasian community to not be offended because you are the example. You should be grateful that you don't have to be the negative example. But we strive as African-American people to live in the same protections and resources and access that you all have. So I want to start there. When you're looking at conversations, please remember to stay on topic. Then we can move to you, right? Now, getting into the conversation about women, black women have to be masculine, as an individual who grew up in the hood and also grew up in a suburb and who has now lived in nine major cities, I've met people from all walks of life. And I can, I've lived and seen several different hoods in many different cities. Atlanta, Dallas, LA, Vegas, 
D.C., North Carolina, Miami. I've seen every single city's hood that I've lived in. And it's so sad but true that we have to see black women having to use their trauma response to survive. Mask, and tell me if you guys agree or disagree. Not, and I can't speak for everybody, but a lot of women are moving through life ma- more masculine than their male counterparts because it's a trauma response. Because they have to fend for themselves. They have to fend for the families they're left to deal with by themselves with a government that doesn't help or protect them. Yes, there's people who do get WIC and they get EBT and child support, but all black men don't get that. And when they do get it, it's not enough. Black men leave them. Why? Because they can. They didn't have to birth the kid. They can run away and not get found. They don't have to deal with everything. Why? Because society says it's the woman's problem. Yeah, I said problem for a reason. It's the woman's problem to deal with the kids, to deal with home, to deal with family. And I personally believe that masculinity in women is a trauma response because they want to get out of the hood. They want to get out of their current situation. They want to break generational curses. They want to find a better life for themselves. And they want to protect and provide for their loved ones. It's a sad reality. And I'm sorry that black women feel the need to have to be masculine. Now, I give my out loving, outpouring love and support to black women because I, I understand as a black man, I understand what you're going through. I, I can't relate because I'm not a woman who gives birth and I'm not a woman who has a child by themselves or has to fend for a family by themselves, but I understand because I live through the exact same and in the exact same communities that you live in. And I push people I know who are unfit fathers to do better in life. In life. I push my male friends to wrap it up. I am challenge my uh, my sorry, my African American women friends to use protection, to use their resources, whether it be a Plan B or maybe having to go get an abortion or maybe having to reach out to an organization or a nonprofit for help. I am an advocate for everybody living a peaceful, exciting, and graceful life, but it doesn't happen for everybody. So I really want people to think twice before you say, why she picked Pookie? Why, like Dr. Umar said, why is there a Pookie? Because there's not enough men in little boys and girls' lives. There's not enough structured families or positive co-parenting families to make sure that these individuals and these kids grow up in a sound, loving, protected, and happy household. We are our biggest problem as an African-American community. I'm sorry to say it, but we are. Yes, we deal with systematic racism. Yes, we deal with oppression. Yes, we deal with social construction of reality that puts us down every day. But we get to make the choice to step up and step out for our people, and we don't. I challenge people to be more responsible when they are laying down in bed with strangers. I challenge people to understand the repercussions of having a kid with somebody you don't know. I challenge, and it's to you black women, black women to stop having kids with black men and hopes that it will keep them. There's nothing you can do to keep a man who does not want to be kept. Nothing. 
I'm going to say it one more time. There's nothing you could do to keep a man that does not want to be kept. This is for everybody. Walk in the space you see yourself in. Challenge yourself. Manifest. Communicate. Talk to resources. Ask for help. I'm going to tell you this right now. A man will do whatever a man wants to do, whether it's for you, for him, for society, or for anybody or thing else. You cannot force anybody to do something they do not want to do. And that baby will not make your situation better. Staying in a toxic relationship will not make a situation better. And stop Hanging on to this concept of I'm doing it for the kids. The kids will be so much better off if you left. I know this is a topic that we can go on and on about, but we do have Danny Santana in the house, who is the co-founder of Rise Agency Group and head of talent at Live Play Mobile. We're going to take a quick break to get her set in. I want you all to remember there is a way out. You are not stuck. I promise you everything in life is temporary. Everything. And I promise you, those kids will be so much better off if you leave. Yes, you might be like, well, you just said single mother. No, no, no. It's better to be a single parent than to be a parent co-parenting in a toxic, unhealthy, and abusive relationship. Leave, do better for yourself. And I'm going to say this. Masculinity isn't horrible, but it can be detrimental if it's not placed correctly. And for those men out there who are always saying, well, our women are too masculine, you need to up your masculinity then. Because my thing is, a real man is going to step before a woman, whether he sees her in her masculinity error or a femininity error. And I'm going to tell you this, without it being a trauma response or not, we all have some type of masculine or feminine energy in us, whether we're male or female. It just depends on how we display it. And women are displaying it at a higher rate than they probably would want to because of trauma. Give black women grace all right this is the jamie d show live on kshp am 1400 and 107.1 fm we are going to come back in with danny santana i want you all to stick around because she's going to talk to you about how you can get into talent management what is live play mobile and bingo also let's talk about the entertainment industry hey i'll be right back stick around don't go anywhere World Premium CBD offers full and broad-spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223, visit online at ZinWorld.com, or stop by their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or use code KSHP online for 15% off. Hungry for the best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com.
What's up? Welcome back to the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM, a real radio station. Yes, radio exists and it's still doing amazing. Happy to have you all here. We're live on KSHP dot com we're live on youtube twitter twitch and facebook at the jamie d show and we're live on your radio stations yes in your cars on your phones on your ipads and more so welcome in thank you all for being here if you're just now tuning in i already went over the news headlines of the day we just discussed perceived masculinity in african-american women and now we're going to get into the best part of the show we have danny santana co-founder of rise agency group and head of talent at live play mobile a game show production and technology company what's up danny how are you friend what's up y'all i'm so happy to be here thank you yes i'm so happy to have you here danny i'm gonna ask you to probably scoot over to your left a little bit just kind of center you more into your screen happy to have you live how are you i am fabulous thank you so much i am so happy to be here and honestly just be connecting with you i am so proud of you i've been watching your journey along the way and honestly much love and blessings to you thank you thank you now danny before we get into the segment let people know where you're currently broadcasting from I'm broadcasting from Los Angeles. I actually uh, decided to take this from my home studio today. So, uh, yes, sunny Los Angeles. <laughs> Period. So, Danny, you are a co-founder of Rise Agency Group and head of talent at Live Play Mobile, a game show production and technology company. Before I get into the nitty-gritty of that, explain to our viewers why it's important that you're doing this work and out of L.A. It's so important for a variety of reasons. I did not... To start off, I didn't come to L.A. thinking I was going to be in entertainment, even though years ago when I was a little girl, I, I, I used to always want to be, you know, a journalist or a reporter. I, I loved seeing that on TV, but I never saw anyone that looked like me. I also grew up in a very small town, uh, which, you know, um, sometimes they when it comes to choosing a career or choosing a path for your life, you're always told to go go the sensible route. Uh, so for, for a variety of reasons, for the little girl in me, for the next generation, you know, I think it's so important for representation, creating diversity in this uh, economy and creating more opportunities for people like us is one of the reasons why I feel like this work is so important. Mm-hmm. It's not even about me or what I can do. It's about what we can do for others. Uh, so I'm here to be of service. I am here learning along the way. And um Exactly that, to create opportunities. Period. I love that, Danny. So a point you made was representation, seeing yourself in the media, coming from a small town and having to be sensible about your actions. But you went against the status quo and you, quo, and you said, no, forget sensibility politics, forget putting myself down and being small. I'm going to go big. And now I'm out here doing what I wanted to do out of L.A. Can you explain to our audience what's your ethnicity? So uh, I am of Mexican descent. Both my parents are Mexican. My dad is Afro-Indigenous, in which a lot of people don't know, actually, in the Mexican culture, but there are Black people in Mexico. Yep, there sure is. <laughs> um, a whole documentary that I can share with you on that. But mm. um, So my dad is Afro-Indigenous and my mom, you know, directly from Spain. So hence, you get this little mixture that you see here. Right. right. <laughs> so do you identify as both African-American and Hispanic, or what do you actually identify as? Afro-Indigenous. Okay. Okay. Love to hear it. So... You're talking about representation and how you're Afro-Indigenous in L.A. and you're striving for your businesses. 
Let me know, how often do you see individuals like you in the media? Because you have intersectionality. You are a woman, you're Afro-Indigenous, and you're in L.A. Talk to me about how often do you see people like you in the media? You know, here's the thing, and um, uh, for lack of maybe better timing, or I'm just going to say it. Yes, you know, say it. The media we know is full of colorism, yep. and especially in Latin America. I'm a proud Latina, but at the same time, I know that it comes with its faults. You mm-hmm. know, there's a whole system that was set up years ago, way, way before us. And it's about breaking down, you know, those um, misconceptions. And so as far as, you know, like, for example, for us, you know, I, it's like, for example, the caste system, right? So like, mm-hmm. I'm, that's one of the things that you saw all the time. It, people, basically the more white you were, the more rights you had, right? That was built in entirely into the culture. And you see that reflected on TV. Mm -hmm. Growing up, I rarely ever saw, and I'm not very dark myself, but I rarely ever saw anyone really of color depicted on the novelas, on TV shows, on the news. And if you look today, and even this is even just specifically talking about, let's say, Latin American TV, right? Mm -hmm. If you look today, there's still a theme. Yeah. Now it's Improving. It sure is. It's improving significantly. However, we're nowhere near finished. Our work isn't done. We have a lot to do. You, you make <laughs> a lot of great points. Yeah. And that's just, you know, across the board, whether if it's on Spanish TV, you know, on, um, you know, American network TV, all of the above, we have a lot of work to do. Right. And I, I'm so grateful that you were open and honest about that because a lot of times we get so afraid when we're, when we're on the media as the representation that we're looking for to say these things because we feel like it's going to stop us from being back in the media. It's going to prevent us and blackball us from future opportunities. But no, now we is now more than ever do we need to push for representation in the media. Now more than ever do we need to push for having clear and effective communication about why it's so important to have people like us represented in news and politics and TV and journalism and more. And the reason I got into this with you before diving deep into your careers is because for those who are just now tuning in, Danny Santana is actually my manager. Now you may be like, what? She's your manager. Yes. And I don't mean talent manager. She's actually my manager for live play bingo. I'm going to let her explain what that is. But if you don't know what live play bingo is, you want to stick around and listen. Because when I was actually auditioning, I auditioned probably four times with Danny, literally four whole times with Danny. And from the get go, Danny said, listen to me. And she said, it's like this. Let's be clear. I brought you in because I see people like you who are not given the chance to do what you want to do. And I understand what it means to not be able to see yourself in the media. And I'm striving in every type of career space I'm in to put people like you in positions of power. So not only do you you get to enjoy the lifestyle that you came to L.A. to live, but you get to be a model for those young boys and girls who are striving to be like you. When I tell you I felt that in my soul, Danny really is about the people and she really is about giving back to the community, not just the Latina community, not just the African-American community, but all communities because she understands what it means to have a balance of what the real world looks like. So, Danny, let's get into it. Talk to us about both of your businesses. Let's start off with you being the co-founder of Rise Agency Group. 
Sure. Thank you. So uh, Rise Agency Group is actually new and launched this year. Uh, and it's okay. a full service talent agency based in Los Angeles. I'm the co-founder. Um, so um, there's myself and there's also my co-founder, Dustin Trail, which if he's watching, shout out to him. Um, and he's of Jamaican descent. And, you know, both of us come from a perspective where we really want to be of service and change the narrative as well as, you know, I'm going to say it as well. Baby yeah. boomers are retiring. So we have to set a new norm for what talent management looks like. Mm-hmm. We have to bring the humanity back into it. And while there is a balance to be set, I still believe that you can do a lot of this work humanely mm-hmm. with, you know, work really when it comes to relationships, right? It's remembering that we're people. Yes. And um, I've seen a lot of, you know, poor experiences. I've heard about it from um, a lot of talent that I've yep. worked with. And I figured, you know, God brought me here for a reason. Um, like I said, I didn't come to LA chasing an entertainment career, but I kept getting pushed in that direction. And I finally found my purpose, which was really to empower others and be of service to others and create those opportunity for others. Mm-hmm. While at the same time, working in an industry that is super cutthroat, that it's known for treating people like numbers, we're going to change that. You know, we're, we're the new generation. And I eventually want to create a place where uh, even when it came to launching the agency, there was no resources. I can go back and absolutely go and get another four year degree, you know, go back and it, it, there's no certificates. There's no actual like resources for people who want to chase this career right. um, and learn more about it and help empower others. So, you know what, let's, let's build away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see and, that in you. That's exactly what it is. So RISE, the name actually stands for Representation, Investment, Strength, and Empowerment. And it also means Ooh. rising from the bottom. Um, so Acronyms, yes. Yes. <laughs> and we see a lot more for ourselves and for the future generations that we can help, which is why it's RISE Agency Group. Okay. Um, I and, like that. Yeah. And then so that's about the agency. And it's, it is new. Mm-hmm. We are a commercial agency, um, but we will be having so much more to come, casting calls, all of the above. So definitely stay tuned. Um, I will be sharing my contact info after, uh, in regards to Lifeway Bingo, Lifeway Bingo, um, Lifeway Mobile is a parent company Mm -hmm. as well as triple dot studios. Um, but I got introduced to it by a friend uh, who introduced me to one of the founders, Jeremy. And when I learned about this project, it, it just, it touched my heart because the entire premise behind it is about people feeling seen Mm -hmm. and having fun and having a disconnect from their day. So it is, the vehicle happens to be an app that we're creating a new medium of entertainment. It actually fuses a couple of different worlds together, which is one would be the TV game show industry and the other would be live content, Yep. meaning via an app that you can have on your phone. So we actually have highly produced shows going on 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Yep. <laughs> All and you know this, right? All the holidays. We are here for you because the whole intention behind the show was we launched actually, for those who don't know, during the pandemic. And it's for people to feel seen, to have a great time, a disconnect from their day. We launched during the time that people really were struggling, you know, not having social interaction. And oftentimes there's people like that in the world today that they just don't talk about it. Uh, you know, obviously talking about mental health and in this game, it's supposed to be more on the light side. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is a bingo game. It's free to play. So definitely check it out. And you have hosts like Jamie, like can't, we have a ton of people. I'm one of the hosts. hosts. <laughs> and the best part is that they're all really amazing humans. Um, I have to say that I'm very proud of that, that we're creating a culture where really 
everyone that's there has the best heart. And, um, and we get these notes sometimes from our players where like, I found you during a really dark time in my life. And, and it's so crazy because we didn't realize the impact that it would make, but it's so much more than a game, you know, yeah. and it ended up, you know, teaching me a whole lot about the importance of humans, of us being able to feel seen. We're not meant to be solitary creatures. At all. So this gives that, you know, that additional, uh, social aspect as well, you know, and, um, it's it's really just to be a disconnect from the day. It's really fun. And it's play bingo. Play a game while you're having fun with friends. Yeah. Thank you so much for introducing that to us. For those who are just now tuning in, this is Danny Santana, co-founder of Rise Agency Group and head of talent at Live Play Mobile, which is the parent company of Live Play Bingo. And they are a game show production and technology company. So, Danny, we have a huge audience due to this radio show. And a lot of times I get people who are asking me, how do I seek management? How do I actually get into the industry? And right now we have a live talent manager on the show. So I want to talk to you about how can people actually find people like you and seek management? Because it's not that easy. It's not easy to just Google talent management. You, you find a lot of scums <laughs> and fakes not. out here. It's not. There's definitely going to be, you know, and LA's known for this, but there's a huge networking aspect of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's also the fact that, you know what, just put yourself out there. Because here's the thing, it, the right eye will see you at the right time. Um, you know, oftentimes people want to wait until they have management to maybe go and get digitals done or to go and get a reel done. Like, no, these are all things that actually you can do yourself. We have a wonderful thing, and I hate to say it, but YouTube University, yep. <laughs> you know? You ain't wrong. And, and the same way that, you know, we had to do some research in terms of, you know, what, what are some of the challenges, for example, that a lot of actors and presenters and, you know, models, et cetera, are running into that same way that I was able to find some of those answers is the same way that you can actually find some videos that might tell you, this is what you need to put together a digital. This is mm -hmm. what you need to do this, right? There are also unions, memberships that you can um, look into to actually look up the um, different agents. Um, for example, there's a union for talent, you know, talent agents. So, you know, you could go to their website and you can actually get a list of all the different okay. talent agents that are under them as well. So that's an example of a way. Um, and of course, social media, <laughs> Right. social yeah. media. And the best thing that I would say is uh, one of the ways that I would suggest if I were to do it is I would actually ask someone mm -hmm. who's working in the industry and is doing well and actually enjoys their talent agent. Because when you get a word of mouth, uh, a positive review from someone who's actually, one, getting paid to work in this industry, meaning they're landing gigs and their agents doing their job, yeah. <laughs> and two, enjoying that process with them, that says a lot. So it means wrong. that you're not going to end up with someone who might just see you as a number. And I have... That's actually one of the ways that I also learned a lot more about what I'm looking to do when it comes to my agency. You know, I think this is a world now where, or we want to create a world at least, where it's all about collaboration and helping each other. It is yeah. not about competition. There is no. enough time for all of us. Yes. And just because I know another agent doesn't mean that I'm going to sit here and badmouth them. Hmm. They're phenomenal. I'm going to learn from them. And if someone's doing something amazing that's better than I, I'm going to take notes. <laughs> and mm. the same thing when it comes to, let's say you're wanting to come up as an actor, you're wanting to come up as a model, pay attention to what the people that are doing well in that industry are doing. But as well, ask like a big shout out to my friend, Tony, 
Tony, if you're watching, shout out to you. So Tony um, is an actor, commercial actor. He's been getting a lot of um, a lot of gigs. He did recently one for Walmart, one for um, I believe Starbucks, and okay, you know, Starbucks. And he's doing really well. So I remember when I first started doing it, I asked him several questions, and I constantly him without even thinking, so selfless. People ask like, "Hey, who are you signed with, or how did you get your agent?" He tells them, "He's like, oh, I'm happy to refer you if you need." Mm-hmm. That's simple. Yep. Talk that's simple in the industry and getting paid to do what they do. <laughs> There's enough space for everybody, Danny. I completely mm-hmm. agree. Talk to us about why having talent management is important. It is very important for a few reasons. Now, there is a difference between an agent and a manager. Mm-hmm. However, um, share the difference as well. Well, one of it's. There, there's a lot of similarities too, which is why they often get confused. Mm. But an agent's role is specifically to get you work, mm. right? They're going to submit you and they're going to get you work. They're going to represent you. And their whole idea is to get you the best contract possible. They're looking out for you. Now your talent manager is also looking out for you, but in a different way. While an agent might be reviewing a contract for you, your talent manager is looking out for your entire career mm. versus that one particular, maybe let's say a gig or so. So one is more high level and more strategy, while the other one is more in the nitty gritty, getting mm-hmm. you gigs, reviewing contracts, et cetera. Okay. So can you detail what your service will be out of Rise Agency Group? Yeah. So it depends, right? So we, we're going to be working with actors and presenters uh, as well as influencers. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm working with somebody in the influencer manage, uh, management world. There are so many influencers who are so creative and doing their thing and growing and you know they're doing amazing but they're not necessarily versed in the business side of it right so that's where we come in whether we're speaking with you as a brand who wants to work with influencers or you're an influencer who maybe wants to get better deals and get paid more for what you're doing or get you know get paid more fairly um or even just you don't want to handle any of that stuff because it's a lot of work it's a lot of work it's also a thing where um you know I forget who said this, but they talk about like for you to focus on the things that you're really great at, use your gift, right? Yes. And hire people for the things that you're not so great at. So that way you're focused on working in your gift. Speaking. So in those scenarios, that's where we would come in, right? To work with you as an influencer. So we work with both sides of the spectrum, which is one of the really great things about, you know, working with us is because we have experience on negotiating with the brands and as well as creating something that's going to be fair for everyone across the board. Uh, but for influencers specifically, you know, it's really big because oftentimes I hear, you know, how do I reach out to brands? What do I, how do I pitch to them? I promise you, sending them just a straight DM isn't going to get you the gig. <laughs> Listen, okay. <laughs> um, however, so one of the advantages is one, obviously, that will handle the things that you're not great at, right? And get you the best contract. But the other thing, too, um, is when it comes to, let's say, more commercial work, let's say with SAG or these type of things, right? Um Just as a straight actor, you don't get access to those. You might have actors access and a few different profiles elsewhere, but you won't get access to the biggest gigs because those get sent directly to the agents that they're working with. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You you speak a lot of facts about the industry and you're giving a lot of people free advice. They actually would have to go to class and pay for or literally be in a space like LA, Atlanta, New York, and be working to understand. So I have been in the industry for eight years now. I have, and this is not about me, but I've had, I have, I have TV shows, I have movies, I have billboards, I've, I do commercials, but I'm also 
a game show host for Live Play Bingo. My anniversary actually comes up next month, so I'll be have been with the company for a year now, right? Ring the bell for that. And it's, thank you. It's it's all because of you, Danny. And it's been an amazing experience and a great ride because, like you said. So often do I receive DMs and emails and, 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 and shoot freaking birds that send out messages because they find ways to get to you <laughs> where people are telling you how much you have positively affected their lives. And I have fans who have literally been following me since day one. And it's because you, Danny, you take the time to intricately pick out the right talent for the role to host a live interactive bingo app. That not only is seen on your phone 24 hours a day with a host every time you come on, but sometimes it gets contracted out through different TV networks and it can be seen on TV. You have such a specific and important role in a company that's all about embettering not only the app itself, but the people that it affects. Talk to us about how you actually pick the right talent for the role. It's a great question. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with alignment. Um, when we do the, there's obviously a big selection process and part of the selection process is submitting your interest via one of the casting calls that we create. And oftentimes we get anywhere for one single casting call, anywhere from 14 to 1600 applicants, right? Oh, wow. One. And I've never shared that information with you guys. Wait, hold on. Say it again. Say the last part again. What'd you say? 1400 to 1600 applicants on average. And you pick what? And that's just for one casting. Oh, no, no, no. if I had hair, hair flip, hair flip, I made it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Because it's, it's, here's the thing. It's not just hosting and entertainment. And that's what oftentimes gets confused, right? In this scenario, there's a really big impact on the things, you know, on humans, on other people by mm -hmm. the things that we say. So words matter. And which is one of that's one of the reasons of why we're so careful with who we select because we have to remember and for this particular show the audience is the hero and it's not about us it's not about the host it's not about the game even itself it's about the audience because the whole premise behind the game is them feeling seen and hiring someone who understands that who understands the vision the long term of where this can go that's so important right there's of course there's the whole, you know, I guess you could say superficial side of it, which is, do they have the look? Do they have, and then there's a side of where, do they have the skill, right? Have they hosted before on, on camera? Have they hosted live? Hosting live is an entirely different beast mm. than being able to do take after take after take because there's no edits. None. You know this better than anyone. <laughs> We're live right now, right? Yep. They take, so, they and, and they, listen, they're watching and screen recording and screenshotting everything you do. <laughs> Trust me, Everything. I know. There's actually a page dedicated to screenshots. Listen, and I, I'm so mad. I finally ended up on it. Danny, when I tell you I got that tag, and I was like, no! Yes, <laughs> I, I'm on that page. Ugh. Yes, and, and that page, for everybody who doesn't know, it's a page that where the players will screenshot the host, making just the most inconvenient times because they're making a face of some sort, whether <laughs> it's a reaction. It's, it's, it's called Host Faces, and it's specifically the host reactions to something. And sometimes it'll be them in the most like awkward, like position. <laughs> yep. And the crazy part is, is that live play, you can attest to this live play bingo has an audience of tens and thousands of people, sometimes a hundred thousands of people who yeah. are extremely dedicated. When I say I have had the same fans from day one, and even to this day, I can get into a specific room and they're still there 
These people are diehard live play bingo fans because it truly does affect them in the most positive of ways. And like I said, Danny, it's all because of you. Now, I would love to have you back on the show one day because, Danny, you have just within this short period of time giving so much free game and free <laughs> advice that, again, you would have to pay other people for or, or go to classes for. And that's because you've been in the industry for a while because you understand the importance of living in the space you see yourself in and representing for those who don't get to rep- be represented and just being an authentic individual. And we don't see that often in L.A. So I want to thank you so much for being the individual you are. I want to ring the bell for your success, for your happiness, your peace, and your security, because you deserve it. Danny, you really are a star amongst stars in L.A., and I'm so grateful to be connected to you and to know you. Danny, before we let you go, let our audience know how they can reach out to you and support you, because remember, this is a direct connection, guys. Y'all be wanting to know, how do I find the person? I'm not a gatekeeper. Danny is the direct contact. So go ahead, Danny, let them know. And I'm not a gatekeeper either. She really Although ain't. That, you know, we truly believe that everyone can shine. We're not gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can reach me um, on my email, which is danny at riseagencygroup.co.co.com. Uh, as well as if you want to follow along in the journey, um, you're more than welcome to follow my personal Instagram. I haven't created one for the agency yet. My Instagram is Santana. Uh, and yeah, those are the different ways that you can reach me. And, um, you know, again, if you have any questions, so feel, feel free to send an email. We can set up a time. And real quick, Danny, because I, I'm really big on making sure the listeners have the correct access. Spell both of those um, handles for me, please. The email yes. and the handle. So um, the email is, so it's Danny, D-A-N-I, at uh, Rise Agency Group. So R-I-S-E-A-G-E-N-C-Y group g-r-o-u-p dot c-o mm-hmm. and the instagram handle is the danny santana so t-h-e-d-a-n-i-s-a-n-t-a-n-a awesome thank you so much danny it was an absolute pleasure to have you on the jamie d show i hope to have you on again and hey i'll see you at work <laughs> thank work, you work. so much thank you again for everything keep shining thank you danny have a good rest of your day okay <laughs> bye-bye Everybody, yes, that was Danny Santana, the co-founder of Rise Agency Group and head of talent at Live Play Mobile, a game show production and technology company. If you're just now tuning in, hey, that's the end of the show. We went over the news headlines of the day. We talked about perceived masculinity and black women, and we just had Danny on literally dropping gems. Make sure to tune in. I'm live every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST and also live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Stay great.